People are going to be weirded out that I have glasses on. Probably. <laughs> People like, oh, don't like change their... Nope, that's like, too different. <laughs> I'm out. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. No. People are here for, like we've talked about, our sparkling personality and <laughs> the great commentary that we come here with. <laughs> okay. That's good, because today I'm wearing glasses. <laughs> well... You, you always do, huh? What's wrong with that? <laughs> you want to get into it? Yeah. Okay, we're doing the classic albums first. Classic albums. Okay. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nathan on Shuffle, and this is the next episode in our Classic Albums 101 series. Yay! And I've got Jana here with me. Hi. <laughs> this is our show we do together, where we listen to a full classic album and then have a discussion about it it's not a reaction you know you're not going to hear the music to the whole album but it's just we listen to it in our own time and then come together and talk about it together mm-hmm. so that's basically yeah classic classic albums 101 it's an opportunity for especially for me to listen to a full album which is not something that is a practice of mine right um, I'm, I'm mostly a like a like like you listen to the singles put together yeah. a playlist of like yeah. Your favorite the songs, biggest hits. the biggest hits. So the, hearing a lot of these other songs on the album is usually a first for me. Yeah, so. the deeper cuts. Deep yeah. cuts, yes. <laughs> so yeah, so for me, my perspective, I'm, I've am i been trying to build up my vinyl collection. So that's kind of where this project started, where I didn't feel like I had a lot of the classics that, you know, are kind of staples for any big music collection. And so I've been kind of building back up my collection and buying these albums on vinyl and some of them are new to me even some of them are familiar um, but I haven't heard in a while so but for me I'm listening to them fully on vinyl and that's kind of part part of the experience from my end of like bringing these classics back to mind and listening to them in a new format on vinyl so that's kind of part of part of it for me and so as kind of our our structure here we we did these shows last year but it's been a little while since we did the last one the last one we did was on david bowie i believe okay um yeah that really (laughs) it's in my stack here i think i was showing them off in my vinyl hall (laughs) of like all the albums i got over the past four months or so so don't have it ready and available but um yeah we did i believe four albums so far if i remember right the beatles abbey road Mm -hmm. we've done the who tommy Yes. We've done Rolling Stones. Ro- Rolling Stones, Sticky Fingers, and the one you just said. Yeah, David, David Bowie, Bowie's... The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spires from Mars. That one. <laughs> <laughs> so, but today we're moving on to Elton John and Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Yay! So, have the, the vinyl here to show off. <laughs> there it is. So, it has a lot of, like, stuff on the inside. It's almost like a triple fold out here with like different images for each of the Whoa. songs so kind of cool knock me out sorry <laughs> that's okay so i used to do this professionally you know <laughs> in story time so i don't know this I, is extra long this is a cool package i think it's fun um it's a double album so there's a lot a lot of songs on it it's a pretty lengthy album especially for the time period so and I'm kind of doing these classic albums a bit chronologically is kind of my strategy. So if you've noticed, we're kind of going from, you know, older albums up 
to, you know, through the years. Now we're in 1973 with this album. So, um, all right, teach me, teach you. (laughs) This is our class. (laughs) Kind of the irony of this is we're not really experts. So so not, (laughs) we're not really teaching anyone. We're trying to learn together. We're kind of in the class ourselves. So we're just learning and we give kind of a little bit of background that we've gleaned from the album, I Mm -hmm. think to start. And then we give each of our top favorite tracks mm-hmm. on this one. We'll probably give maybe one or two more than usual. Usually I, I have four. We do a three, but I think this is a longer album. So uh, we might do a couple extras. Yeah. And then so we try to maybe talk about our least favorite track and then kind of our overall thoughts oh. and where it ranks with some of the other albums we've covered. I don't know if I thought about my least favorite. That's okay. If we don't have one, we don't have one. I think on the David Bowie one, we were just like, eh, we don't really have a least favorite. Yeah, They're all pretty good. True. They're all good. So you could, that's kind of our cop-out, maybe. Maybe we should just stop ah. saying Ellie's favorite. I don't know. <laughs> We're developing <laughs> maybe, this as we go. Maybe an oddity song. Or, an oddity or... <laughs> or one that just was a little different. or One that struck you funny. Yeah. <laughs> so something like that. Okay. So anyways, yeah, this album, like I said, came out in 1973, a double album. Um, it's the seventh album from Elton John, seventh studio album. Uh, sold more than 30 million copies worldwide. And widely regarded as Elton John's magnum opus. This is kind of the his greatest work. The album that a lot of people cite is like his best work and has a lot of his best tracks on it. It's almost like, you know, a greatest hits in part. Like a lot of his big hits are on this. Like especially the first side of the album, it's like hit after hit to me at least. <laughs> um, when you get through like Candle in the Wind, Benny and the Jets, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, the title track. So uh, there were several singles I thought it was interesting in the background of, of making the album. I, I read that they started in Jamaica to make the album. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that was their plan was to go to kind of a different location and, and make the album there. But they went there and like there were a lot of problems there. Like the studio was run down. Uh, there was issues, uh, various things. I don't know if like stuff was happening in the country at the time maybe or something. But it just was a bad environment. They they were losing money on it. And so they went back to their typical place where they had recorded their previous albums in France, a chateau in France. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the background of the recording. And then they went pretty quickly in recording the album from that point forward and released it. So that's kind of a little bit of the background of the recording of it. It's an album that my dad, I think, is pretty fond of. I feel like he had this one when I was growing up and always cited it as a, a favorite of his so it it means a lot to me and i really love this music i love elton john especially in this kind of classic period of his work and so this was always kind of a favorite so i was excited to get to this one on <laughs> our show <laughs> might as well just jump into our favorites i think right unless you have my anything favorite more song. <laughs> okay <laughs> my favorite song was saturday night's all right for fighting great yeah i liked it just because it's got like that like old school kind of rock and roll sound to it and um i just i enjoyed it a lot i think it's a lot of fun um i did read that it was like featured in a lot of different movies and i've like including the kingsman where elton john like has this really funny part (laughs) oh yeah he has like a cameo yeah um and so I I thought I had heard the song before. I I don't know that I would have recognized it. That I did recognize it when we did watch the movie. But mm. um, but listening to it, I'm like, this sounds so familiar. I know I've heard this before. <laughs> um, but I I enjoyed it a lot. Like, yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Um, I usually listen to that to these albums what like two or three times through, and then um, the songs that I remember. And, and like the songs that like stand out to me, those are what I consider to be like my favorites. And this one was the one that I was like singing over and over. So. Yeah. I think this <laughs> was the first uh, single that came out from the album. So it makes sense. This was, yeah. you know, one of the big, big songs from it. And I kind of like how it kind of works to me with the song that comes before it, that you, your sister can't twist. Uh, it's kind of like these yeah. kind of older older yeah. style rock and roll kind like of back to back, yeah. you know, so that those, it was kind of cool hearing those like come up back to, I feel like they kind of work together in my mind. Yeah. What's I don't know. Favorite? That one's a little more like doo-wop, like old fashioned rock. And then Saturday yeah. night is a little more updated, but uh, still has that kind of old school rock and roll feel. Yeah. My favorite predictably is probably the most like progressive <laughs> song on the album which is what, how it opens uh the funeral for a friend love lies bleeding like kind of this big like opus to kind of begin the album it starts out with this big like long instrumental kind of section the funeral for a friend mm-hmm. if you remember it yeah it's pretty pretty long and kind of varied and has kind of a prog flavor this instrumental feeling which i i read the elton john he wrote that as kind of like imagining what music he'd want to hear at his own funeral. And that's kind of how that developed into the the music and themes that you hear in that. And then it goes right into Love Lies Bleeding, which is a great kind of upbeat rocker as well. Kind of this blistering rock song that starts the album with such a, a, a lot of energy and strength. So just always been a favorite, this kind of one-two punch that starts the album and probably one of the proggiest moments of Elton John's <laughs> catalog. So I've always appreciated that as a prog fan, you know. And that's kind of a theme on these videos, I feel like, our classic albums. that I tend to lean towards the proggier-ish stuff, and you lean more towards the kind of poppier rock and roll roll stuff, yeah. So we're kind of going right in our usual lanes, I think, with our picks. The second one that I liked, um, these mine are in no particular order, by the way. Um, the second one is Social Disease. Okay. <laughs> kind of a wacky one. I don't That's think cool. that it was a, a single at all. I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. No, I don't think it was. I didn't think so. It no. didn't have its own link on Wikipedia. So. Yeah, it wasn't a single. There was only a couple singles on this, yeah. I believe, like four of them. Okay. Because they had such a lengthy run on the singles that... That he had already made his next album by the time, like okay. he, he said, there could have been like tons more singles if he wanted, but by the time they were coming out with their next album, they kind of wanted to move on to the yeah. new, new They're stuff. They're like, we gotta move on next. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I liked Social Disease. It's it's one of the very last songs on the album, and um, I just liked the way it sounded, like how he would say a social disease. You know, I just liked <laughs> that every time, and I'm like, this is so cool. It's yeah. so, like fun to listen to it was just it was just really fun that's a cool one yeah yeah i like that it kind of <laughs> almost has a jazzy kindness to it almost i thought it was like yeah. almost bluegrass in some parts or something yeah. like that like just a really cool fun song another one i like a lot that maybe this is a little bit strange as well i don't know um it's one of the shorter tracks called this song has no title um, I really like that one for that some one, reason. That one like messed me up in my car because I was, I'd like look over to, when a new song would start, I'd look over and I'd think, does this one not have a title? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Every time that's I'm funny. like, no, that's right. No, that's actually what the song that's is called. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, I really love that one. It's a short little song. It's like two and a half minutes, but it's just, 
I, I really love the chorus. It has like almost a Beatles-esque kind of whimsical feel to it. I love the performance on it. And it's just always been one that kind of struck me. You know, I, I tend to try to look for the deeper songs, not just the big hits, which are all great as well. But I was trying in this listen to try to find like the hidden gems of the album. And this was one that stood out. Just I really always liked the sound <laughs> of it. Just kind of this cool, like Beatles-esque kind of short song that has a fun place in the album. <laughs> fun. So. <laughs> um, another one of my favorites is Candle in the Wind. Sure. And this one, I I knew, I, I had known before we listened to it. Yeah. Um, and I had actually, I had known it, I had known it in its original form too, when it was about Marilyn Monroe before it was remade for Princess Diana. Sure. Um, so... So I was very familiar with it then. I, I don't know how. I, I don't know how, like, this song made its way into the repertoire of music that I listened to. Yeah. But it was a song that I was very familiar with since I was a younger kid. And so, um, but I've always liked it just because I thought it was, because I, I, I'm a sucker for any kind of history. And so I knew the fact that it was about somebody, like, this historical figure, like, I, I thought that was always really cool that it was, you know. Yeah. And then it's a lovely ballad. It's beautiful. It's yeah. a beautiful song. And um, and then when it was redone, when when he gave it new new lyrics, you know, for Princess Diana, like that, you know, made it even more special. So I yeah. just think it's really a really cool song that that um, is is beautiful and gives lovely tributes to whoever it's about. So that's awesome. Yeah. You know, as listening to these older albums, you know, like I said, I try to find the deeper cuts, but I've also come to realize why the hits are the hits you know they're mm -hmm. great songs and that's why they became great hits because people fell in love with them because they're great written songs and they kind of stand the test of time you know so yeah i think that's a great one um another one from my list that i was really liking was uh gray seal uh, this was, it's just kind of a fun, bouncy kind of rocking song, you know, it feels like it could have been a hit, you know, if, yeah. if they added more hits at the time, that might've been a one on their short list, just really energetic and fun and a great chorus and, you know, just high energy and, and fun. It's just, I don't see how you could not like this, you know, it's yeah. just a fun rocking <laughs> song, you know, there's not much more to say, I think. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's always one that is just brings a smile to my face when it comes up on yeah. the album, you know? That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last one that I had marked as one of my favorites is one of the hits is Benny and the Jets. Of course, and, yeah. And um, that one, I what I liked, which I think is actually a very um, prevalent in this album, is it's probably prevalent in all his albums, is um, how he uses the piano as... Yeah as a, a way of percussion, which I know, I know a piano is a percussion instrument. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like the way that, the way that it, he comes down on the downbeats and the offbeats and, and gives it just this great melody and beat to it with, with these, with these, in these chords. And, and it's just, and, and in Benny and the Jets, I feel like that that's one of the best ones that gives, that showcases that. Yeah. And, um, and then I had I actually not heard this song until like I, I don't know how I got Candle in the Wind when I was a kid and totally missed out on Benny and the Jets. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's a huge and so one. yeah, and I know. And then so it wasn't until the movie Twenty Seven Dresses. Do you know that <laughs> movie? It's like it's like maybe a decade old now okay. with with um Catherine Heigl and James, Not really my James Marston style, but... or something. 
It's not <laughs> what? It's a romantic comedy. Sure. And they go to a bar and get drunk and sing Benny and the Jets. And she always like sings the lyric wrongs and says it's electric boobs. And so like <laughs> instead of electric boots. And so like I'm like, I've never heard this song before. This is a great song. And so it was it wasn't until after that movie that like I started like looking into the song and trying to find it and put it on my playlist and stuff. So Interesting. <laughs> and then it's just really random. But so that was one the other song that I knew. Uh, I think there were a couple more that I actually knew from you this knew album coming, in, yeah. coming into this, but that was one of the ones that I was more familiar with. But yeah. I really like it. I think it's fun. Just like it's 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 use of like these these hard downbeats and hard um, uh, upbeats and stuff. It's just it's yeah, great. it's really cool. It, it it's probably one of my favorites too. I tried to like when I made my selections pick some like I, some you of the deeper off ones the, off the wall choices. Yeah. But this in reality would probably be off one the wall of my is top. A different album, right? Oh, oops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that'll I know that. come up later. <laughs> but yeah. So th- this is a cool one and it's telling kind of the story about a fictional band and I like how there's kind of like some like crowd noise and stuff yeah. and like they make it sound like it's a live performance. But yeah, that's a great one. Uh, definitely sign off on that pick. I I had put, picked out the ballad of Danny Bailey. I thought was really ah. cool. Just a really cool kind of story um, about like this kind of classic figure. I think it's just a fictional character, but it's kind of about this 1930s gangster t- style character or something, and his kind of plight in that era. And I just really like kind of has like almost a cinematic kind of vibe to tell this story. Some of course great piano playing and some swelling strings kind of coming behind him. It's just the end is really cool. And uh, I just thought this was a highlight of the record going through a song I wasn't as familiar with either as I was going through it and kind of stood out to me. And so that was one of my, my picks. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm at the end of my picks. Do you okay. have any more? No, that was the majority. I was going to, if I had one more, I was going to pick Harmony at the end of the album, oh. which I thought is a really beautiful song. And it was the one they were considering as probably the next single that they would have had, if not for the fact yeah. that they were running into the next album. Um, but just a beautiful song. Just has some interesting like minor keynotes starting the verses, but overall kind of has this positive kind of feel. It kind of is similar to Goodbye Yellow Brick Road and how it's kind of structured and how it's kind of this ballad. And I think it's just a great, beautiful kind of ending. And once again, I I feel a little bit of that kind of Beatles influence in this track, as I do on a lot of the different tracks. So, But what I like about the album overall is it's, it's pretty diverse. Like there's a lot of different styles of songs, you know, it's, there's a lot of tracks and it goes through a lot of different kind of feels and and different kind of genres a little bit and yeah. how it you know different influences in different songs so it's a good one yeah. i liked it a lot like it's i it might be at the top of my Whoa. list of ranking them. i don't remember how all i remember is that i had abby road at the top yeah and i think i had tommy at the bottom yeah so i think for you it was abby road and then the David Bowie one, I think, came after. Okay. And then the Rolling Stones, and then bottom was Tommy. Yeah. If I remember. I think I I think I'm gonna put this at the top above oh. Abbey Road. <gasps> Don't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. I just really enjoyed it. So definitely I, a thumbs like, up. Oh yeah, definitely great a thumbs album. up. I just really enjoyed it. I think that there's like a good assortment of songs, and I just mm-hmm. I enjoyed listening to every bit of it. So that's great. I think that's valid. Yeah. For me, it probably slots just 
below Abbey Road. Mm. So for me, it's probably The Beatles, Abbey Road, which is going to be hard to ever top on this series. I probably started with the top. (laughs) (laughs) But you never know. We might hit something soon. I'm looking at the next pick here. But um, so we've got Beatles, Abbey Road. This one next, um, Elton John, uh, Goodbye, Elbrick Road. Then after that, I'd agree the David Bowie is probably next. Um, hopefully I'm consistent with what I said in my previous show. I think, I think that's next. And then Tommy and then Rolling Stones is my bottom. Yeah. So a little bit flipped from, from you, but. We should actually write these down. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been thinking that. Yeah. We'll write I should these include down. these like in the descriptions of each of these videos for sure. <laughs> so I'll try to do that. I'll try to remember to put it in the description. So I think that covers the album. Anything else to mention? I think no, I really we're good. liked it. Any oddball songs that. Um, stuck out to you in a different probably, way? Probably, but I don't but, feel like I could... I don't, I don't feel like there's any that are like, ooh, nothing bad, nothing that doing here? <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like they were all really cool. I mean, Jamaica Jerkoff was like a like a nice little, like... Like, like reggae, reggae kind of you feel. Know? So it was different from the rest yeah. of the album, but I liked it. So Okay, cool. A little bit of yacht rock. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I guess we can tease next month's album we're probably going to space this out to do them about once a month is kind of what our plan is i don't know what we're doing so what is it? i'll pull out this is a classic this is one that i was unsure if i should do as a classic albums or save for like a prog for our jana reacts because this one skirts the line between prog and like classic rock to me so this is the classic Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. So we've done Pink Floyd on our uh, Jana React series. We've done uh, Comfortably Numb. I've seen this cover before. It's like yeah. a popular it's, cover. It's classic, yeah. This yeah. is like one of the biggest albums of all time. So. Of all time. <laughs> yeah. And so, and we did a Shine On You Crazy Diamond, but we've never done a is song. on here? No, we've oh. never done a song from this album. And I feel like it's an album that, works well to listen to as a full album do it's like I a concept do i know any of these songs um i'm not sure if you knew anything it'd probably be like money i would guess is kind of the biggest popular song from it but it's it's tough maybe because if i heard it it's such a I... conceptual album it's hard to break out singles from this you know this is kind mm-hmm. of a little different than what we've done because it's, it's com- a very beautiful cover yeah it's, it's like a unique like here's the gatefold <laughs> So it's upside down. I just well, thought it'd be a fun one to try to do. This would be a good one. It's it's already one of my favorite albums, so I don't think I've ever heard my it. take on it's gonna be kinda biased. It doesn't have the name on the side. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. How do you know what it is when it's in your <laughs> You don't. You just you have to memorize and the white nothing line. Nothing on the front. So if I'm like finding this in like in the ruins of civilization in 2000 years, <laughs> you won't know. I'll be like, what the heck is this? You just it have has to no identifying features. Fold it out and open and see the inside. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's part of the, the trick is they want you to hear it. You can't just like, well, I yeah. know what this is. You have to like actually put it on and like, oh, okay, this is what it is. <laughs> well, this is cool. I'm excited for this one because okay. I've, I don't... I don't recognize any of the title tracks on it. Yeah, so it should at least be pretty... just by looking at their at their names. So maybe if I hear it, I might recognize something. But yeah, it'll be pretty new to you, I, I think. But it's kind this... of like a must listen, like an album. I think everyone should listen to once in their life. I think. Is this the one that they say that you should like start when you watch 
like Wizard, Wizard of, of Oz. Oz or something. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> There's a bunch of different like, challenge accepted. <laughs> we'll try it. <laughs> Report back. <laughs> we did good by Elric Road, so yeah. it kind of yes! works. The Wizard of Oz theme carries over. It matches. <laughs> so I think we're good. So all right. Thank you guys for joining us with this classic album. Let us know how you feel about Goodbye Yellow Brick Road by Elton John and how you would rank it amongst some of the ones we've done. And if you're excited to see us talk about Dark Side of the Moon, I think yeah. it should be fun. So thank you guys so much for your support and all your comments. And please subscribe if you haven't yet. I We plan to do this style video every month, but there's tons of other style videos on the yeah. channel. Our Jana Reacts, where we actually listen in real time to music and react to it. And my new music stuff, where I talk about new albums and new news on prog music. All your, all your prog stuff. All the prog stuff. Kind of a little all bit separate, <laughs> but on the same channel. So thank you guys so much, and hopefully you guys are enjoying the music out there. So bye. bye. Enjoy the music. Bye. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>